0: Coming up on The Potter's Touch.
1: God says when I get ready to get something done, I don't leave it, and I don't forsake it. I don't leave it, I don't withdraw my presence from it, nor do I withdraw my emotions from it. If you keep on doing what God told you to do, if you stick to it, and you don't leave it, and you don't forsake it, God will open up the wind of the heaven and pour you out a blessing you don't have room enough to receive
2: Welcome to the Potter's Touch. I'm Pastor Corey Jakes Coleman. There is a big difference between being a follower and being a copycat. Amen. God hasn't called you to be someone else. He wants you to be the real you. Our bishop will show us how to be good followers while also maintaining our individuality in his message called Distinctively Similar.
1: Today I'm focusing on being distinctively similar. Say that with me. Distinctively similar. It's an oxymoron. Distinctive, to be distinctive is to be unique. And then to be similar is to be like. And yet I want to talk about being distinctively similar. God, in my text, is speaking to Joshua, who is a protege, or a mentee of Moses, and God says to him something that is absolutely amazing. He says, as I was with Moses, so shall I be with you. That's that's some shouting stuff right there. Because God did some amazing stuff through Moses. God did some real fancy, showy, shiny stuff with Moses. I'd have kind of liked to been Moses, just just at the Red Sea part, you know, to throw your staff out in front of your congregation and everybody looking at you, and the wind is blowing, and all of a sudden the Red Sea blows back, you know, and your hair is blowing in. Oh, I don't have hair, but your your beard is twitching in the wind, and. Uh, and you got your staff up in the air and and God does all of this public showy fancy stuff and and especially considering the fact that Moses' congregation was kind of mad with him right then because he had called them out of the familiar into the unfamiliar and whenever you challenge people to come from the familiar to the unfamiliar they're not nice. They're not always nice about that. Why did you bring us out here and all that stuff? And Moses says, just shut up, and goes like this, you know, and the wind blows, and the water parts, it's real cool, yeah, I like that part, yeah. Moses got to go down to the president of Egypt and and walk in and do his stuff in front of the president of Egypt and and eat up the, the, the serpents of the magicians. It was bad, it was awesome. And God says to Joshua, "As I was with Moses, so shall I be with thee." That's some good. That's good news. And yet Joshua never ever smote one rock that brought water. Joshua came down to the Jordan River and threw out his rod. And the Jordan River just said, say what? He had to go all the way down into the water before he saw change. His predecessor never even got his feet wet. But when Joshua got ready to fulfill his destiny with his mighty charge in his hand, what worked for Moses didn't work for Joshua. Joshua had to step down into, can you imagine your whole congregation looking at you and you throw out your rod and you know, hey, he's with me like he was with Moses and you just throw out your rod and... He is, no, no, he is now. Uh, wait a minute, I gotta prime it a little bit. Let me step down in this water. It's, it's going to part in a minute, y'all. Come on, come on. Don't be scared. It's going to part in a minute. Uh, uh, we, we, we're going to get out of debt in a minute. Don't be scared. Just stay with me. We, 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 we're we going to own our own house in a minute. Don't be scared. Just stay with me a minute. We're going to raise our family. We're going to come out of this in just a minute. And Water all the way up to my knees, and I'm still going. And then, all of a sudden, they got a rumble and the waters started moving back out of their way. He said, oh, it does work. Come on. (laughs) Distinctively similar. As I was with Moses, so shall I be with you. I will be with you the same way I was with Moses, but you are not Moses. You are not who inspired you. You are not who inspired you. You are not who who trained you. God is going to be with you as he was with Moses but you are not Moses. So you have to discover your own uniqueness to accomplish your purpose, or you'll step in the water and it doesn't move and you'll say, it didn't work for me. And God is still with you, but God and you don't form the same coalition that God and Moses did. So you have to be willing to be distinctively similar. As I was with Moses, so shall I be with you. But I will not do with you what I did with Moses. Can you recognize God being with you to the same degree, but creating a unique experience. God does not do encores. Everything God does is a designer's original. So while you want to be mentored and you want to be developed by people, you don't want to imitate them because God says, I will be with you like I was with them, but you got to be yourself. because if I wanted Moses, I could have kept Moses. You're a new generation and a new expression of an old idea. If I wanted the old idea, I could have kept the old idea. I want you to refresh it. I want you to hit the reset button, but don't expect the same old pop-ups that I did with your daddy. Because I've been there, and I've done that. And God is finished with that. What do we keep, and what do we let go of? We keep the promise of His presence, but you have to be willing to let go of what you had in mind. Because God didn't promise to do what you had in mind. In fact, God said, I will do a new thing in you. For the former things are passed away. Moses, my servant, is dead. The former things I did with him are dead. When I when I made Moses, I made Moses. When I called Moses, I called Moses. When I used Moses, I used Moses. Stop being a copycat. Be who I created you to be. Touch somebody and say, "Be who God created you to be." The promise is not a duplicate copy. It is a unique promise built on an old presence. The only thing that will be the same is as I was with, so shall I be. I will be with you like I was with the one who inspired you, but you will not be them. The promise is, I will be with you. Throughout the chapter, over and over again, God says, I will not leave you, nor forsake you. I will not leave you, nor forsake you. I will not leave you means you won't be out there by yourself. In English, when we read I will not leave you, nor forsake you, it's a little bit uh, confusing to us because if you think when you read, leave and forsake to us is the same thing. I'm leaving you. I forsook you. It's the same thing. So why did God say, I will not leave you, nor forsake you? Because when you study it out, to leave somebody is to remove your presence, but to forsake them is to emotionally abandon them. You can forsake somebody you didn't leave. That's a class all by itself. You can emotionally abandon someone that you still come home to. Somebody wanting to shout, but they can't because they're sitting right beside the forsaken. God says, when I get ready to get something done, I don't leave it and I don't forsake it. I don't leave it. I don't withdraw my presence from it nor do I withdraw my emotions from it. My physical presence there is followed up by my emotional attention there. So when God wants to see something succeed, he doesn't leave it nor forsake it. And he said, I will not leave you nor forsake you. I will not emotionally abandon you just because I'm disappointed in you. Well you was just saying because he first loved me. what does that mean? He loved me wrong. He loved me wrong and taught me right. He loved me wrong and taught me right. right there that's the most convicting thing because how many times? do you love people who have wronged you? Or do you have a tendency like I do that if you hurt me, I emotionally withdraw? You can't cure anything you forsake. You have emotionally withdrawn yourself from people, places, and things, and you're waiting on it to get better. It can't get better. Better if you forsake it. And it's hard now. I'm not preaching something that's easy. I'm not teaching something that I've always mastered. It is hard not to forsake something that doesn't feel safe. Get ready. We're about to go cruising. What's up, everybody? I want you and your family to join me and my family and your friends and my friends. We're hanging out on the sea. You want to go? Come on. Join me on the Faith and Family Cruise November 9th through the 16th. Go to inspirationcruises.com forward slash TDJakes. Come cruise with me. Our goal and purpose in life under Christ is to love and to help one another. And that's the mission of GPS. Together, we can touch lives, helping the hurting, encouraging the hopeless, feeding the hungry, and so much more. Visit tdjpartners.org and find out how you can help impact the lives of generations to come. We are all one global family, touching the world with God's love. I am distinctively similar as I was with Moses so shall I be with you but don't play Moses Joshua do you glory to God and if you do you I'll do me Glory to God. And together, we will walk through life. And the promise I give you, no matter where your feet trots, no matter where you walk or where you go, up hills or down valleys, abased or bound, for richer or for poorer, in sickness and in health, I will not leave you nor forsake you. So the promise, centers around his presence. That's the promise. (laughs) My presence will be with you every step of the way. My presence is your promise. Not a car, not a mansion, not a million dollars. My presence is your promise. But my presence does not abort the process. So we're talking presence, and now we're talking process. My presence is with you, but you still got to go through the wilderness. My presence is with you, but I still have to take you through process. My presence is with you, but I still have to train you. I still have to develop you. I have to whittle down all the things off of you that are not relevant to your destiny. I put you in the process to prune you. I put you in the process to prune you. I put you in the process so that you could go through what was necessary to be tough enough to stand where I'm taking you. Oh, you didn't hear what I'm saying. The process makes you tough. The process makes you tenacious. The process prunes your heart. It purges your sensibilities. It burns out all the things, the wrong motives that you had when you started. God said, I'm gonna take you through the wilderness till everything that is not of faith dies in the wilderness until you come forth as pure gold. The wilderness is designed to kill the unbelief in you to purge your motives, to prepare your heart. My God, glory to God. Tell somebody, tell them I'm in the process. I am in the process. I am in the process. But his presence is in the process. uh, Lord, they just threw me in the fiery furnace. He said, I'm in here with you. And when you pass through the waters, I'll be there with you. And when you go through the flood, I'll be there with you. It will not overtake you. God's presence is with you in the process. God's presence is with you while you're doing the scales, rehearsing waiting on your recital. Most people don't know that. They only recognize God's presence in the recital and not in the rehearsal. I'm with you in the slow, mundane, routine, ordinary days. You're going to have more ordinary days than you do spectacular days. And God said, I'm going to be with you. Playing scales is is just boring. Somebody get on the keyboard and and play me some scales. You know, I played them. My mother taught me to play the scales. And she would be in there cooking, and I had to sit on the piano and play scales. My sister plays the piano. She was a classical pianist. And I grew up listening to her playing scales. And scales sound nothing like recitals. Play me a scale. Yeah, we'll be selling those albums in the lobby. Anybody want one? Do I see a show of hands? Nobody wants process. I'm sorry, brother, but we didn't sell not one CD today, not one thing, because process is an accumulation of boring days, of things that don't move and things that are not changing and things that don't seem to be getting better. Process is routine. Play it again, it's routine. It's boring. Just go to work and come home. Lay out what you're gonna wear tomorrow. You gotta get up and go to work again. See you, honey. Be back this evening. Bye. Take care. Kids, the lunch money is on the kitchen table. Did you do your homework? Don't lie to me. I'll call Miss Bailey and ask her myself. Don't forget to pay the light bill. It's past due, Richie. Yeah, I paid it on my phone. It's process. It's going around and around and around. Preaching and the church is not growing teaching Bible class, and they didn't even come. I spent 10 years begging people to come hear me do what I'm doing right now. And if I had 20 people come, it was a good service. The devil said, quit. You can't preach, you can't teach. You're never gonna be anything. Nobody's gonna never hear you. But I kept on reciting, and I kept on working, and I kept on going and playing, and playing my chords, and playing my chords. And I got a little stronger 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 and all of a sudden it started working and it started happening and it started coming to pass and people started coming in into the church, into the auditoriums, into the sanctuary, into the auditoriums, into the coliseums, into the Georgia Dome, into the Philips Arena, if you keep on going what God told you to do. If you stick to it and you don't leave it and you don't forsake it, God will open up the window of the heaven and pour you out a blessing you don't have room enough to receive. Can the church give God praise and glory for process? Touch 10 people and tell them I'm in the process. I'm in the process. I'm in the process. I'm in the process of parenting. I'm in the process of being a wife. I'm in the process of being a mother. I'm in the process of being a husband. I'm in the process of law school. I'm in the process of starting a business. I'm in the process of building a career. I'm in the process, I'm in the process. But don't count me out and don't play me cheap. Just cause I'm in the process, something is gonna happen in my life. Can I get a good praise going in here? is not your story, but it's going to be similar. (laughs) My end is not your end, but it's going to be similar. My goal is not your goal, but the truths are going to be similar. I won't end up where you end up, but what it takes to get there is still going to be similar. If I had to suffer, you have to suffer. If I have to crawl, you have to crawl. If I have to wait, you have to wait. But I want to tell you something, weeping may endure for a night. But joy, cometh in the morning. Tell somebody, say, it's coming, it's coming. It's coming, it's coming. It's coming, it's coming. coming." Wait for it.
2: I hope you were blessed by today's message and learned something that you can apply to your life. God doesn't intend to use you or bless you exactly like the people you admire. So stop obsessing about being the next someone else and discover the unique destiny God has in store for you. Oh, before I go, I'd like you to consider connecting with this ministry by becoming a member of our global partner system. My dad always says we should feed what is feeding us. If this ministry feeds your soul, don't just eat and run. Help us by becoming a partner. To join, simply text the letters GPS and any given amount to 28950. You can also find out about all the great partner benefits by visiting tdjpartners.org. Through GPS, we are changing lives together. God bless you.
0: This is the day you step into your destiny.
2: Stop being the Lone Ranger,
1: your blessing will come
0: suddenly. For your gift to the ministry of any amount, you will receive Bishop Jake's inspiring teaching, Destiny Flocks Together, on CD.
1: Are you carrying weights and crosses that had nothing to do with you? Are you being victimized by you?
0: And when your gift is $65 or more, we will add the insightful six message series, Destiny Steps, on DVD.
1: You're so busy reaching out to your future that you are neglecting what you have been given right now.
0: However, when your gift is $110 or more, we will add the Be Still journal and notepad collection.
1: I am a designer's original and so are you. Celebrate your uniqueness.
0: This can be your day of destiny.
1: Somebody shout destiny. Destiny.
0: If in Canada, visit us online or call to order your digital downloads today.
1: I just got fired today. How do you move forward after facing the crushing loss of a job? I thought I would have been stayed there as long as I could. Where do you turn when your plans don't work out the way you thought? I went straight home and I went to Matthew 6. Jesus says, do not worry. And I waited for my wife to come home and I had her read that to me. And she says, now why did I read that? Because I just got fired today. And she looked back and she said, for some reason, I still feel good. God will take life's pressures and turn them into power. And that was a huge moment in our marriage after 30 some odd years. I guess when we were starting to communicate again. And that has helped me, and I want to be that kind of a help to others as well.